It is May 6, 2019, back with another Civic Civil podcast, part of the Laces Out Finkel saga that is Laces Out Finkel show. Hope everyone had Hepe Hepper did it and boo did ship I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I know I did. I was down in San Antonio with all of my family on my mom's side, and we had a little baby baptism, a little sprinkle of the water, and it was beautiful. Got to see all my family. Oh, my word. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to inform you that if you have not listened to my last episode, I am now recording in the car on the way to work, and I just saw one of the most magnificent white trash all-stars pull out of my parking lot and his wife beater on his Harley with his little tire hanging over his belt buckle. Ooh-wee! What a winner. This show is brought to you by driving. Have you ever had trouble getting from A to B because you're walking too slow and have to get somewhere on time? Try driving. It's the best. Back to it. So I was in San Antonio all weekend with family, some friends, uh, little baby sprinkles, and it just makes you appreciate the little things, as cliche as it sounds. just makes you appreciate the loved ones that you've had since day one. Uh, you know, there's that meme going around saying, your cousins are your first friends. And honestly, it's true. Those are the people, the kids that you grew up with. So it's pretty cool to see my cousins now having children because Lord knows I won't. And seeing those children have cousins and seeing those cousins, you know, become friends. And that's my feel-good portion of the podcast today. Now let's get into the stars. Boy, howdy. What a circus that was. If you did not watch the game, the Stars did not prevail in Game 6. The St. Louis Boos forced a game, knuckle-popping 7. That will be tomorrow, which is Tuesday, May 7th, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Everything went wrong in that game that could go wrong. It was absolutely 100% embarrassing from front to end the stars were outskated in the first and third period the blues only shot 20 shots on goal and four of those shots got through one of those shots there was not a goalie in the net Let me give you a short play-by-play because the announcers on NBC don't know how. Because they are incompetent, they're terrible at their job, they're garbage announcers. I've had better commentary on the toilet than they do in their $500 suits standing above the ice. I'll just give you the long and the short. Ben Bishop was in goal, and one of the wingers came up on his glove side. I think it was his glove side. Look at me. Now I've got the NBC yips. 
So he comes up on his glove side, fires off a slap shot, hits him in the collarbone. And I don't know if anyone has been hit in the collarbone with a hockey puck. Ladies and gentlemen, it does not feel good. It can paralyze a six foot seven man. And that's exactly what happened. Ben Bishop fell to the ice, writhing in pain. It was obvious that he was extremely shaken up on the play. And the gutless St. Louis booze, and I'm calling them the St. Louis booze because if you watched the last game of St. Louis Dallas, you will know that St. Louis booed their own team in the playoffs. The St. Louis Blues fans are trash. They are garbage, they're idiots, and they're worthless. You boo your own team that was the worst team in hockey before the All-Star break that is now in the playoffs, round two. You have the audacity to boo them? You look like absolute buffoons. You, I, I don't ever want to go to misery. I don't ever want to visit St. Louis misery. Uh, I'll go to the Kansas City, Missouri part. That's nice. I like that. But St. Louis misery, never, never, ever. That was absolutely atrocious. I, I'm embarrassed for them. Not to mention that there was a uh, a moment where the puck hit the post in Game Five. And the idiots up at the top thought that St. Louis had scored. Wrong. St. Louis, is, they just it's a bad look. It's a real bad look. But anyway, let's jump back to the play at hand. Ben Bishop takes a slap shot off the collarbone and is on the ice. And the rule is, if the opposing team touches the puck, the play continues right? If the home team touches the puck and your player's down, they blow the whistle. The play is dead. Another stipulation is if the goalie's mask comes off, play stops no matter what. Now let's think about this for a second. If you are Ben Bishop and that puck comes at you, and by the way, that was a slapper. That thing came off hot and hot for all you people in the Northeast. That pot came off freaking hot and hot. And what would you do? Would you think, oh, I better take my mask off so they'll stop playing? Or would you think, oh, my God, what just happened? Who brought a handgun into the hockey game and shot me in the collarbone? Down goes Bishop. And the gutless St. Louis Blues had the audacity to shoot on an open goal. Now I know what you're saying. Hey, what 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 you be saying, Jeff? If if the Stars did that to the Blues? No. Absolutely not. But I'm not a St. Louis Blues fan because I have a little bit of class. Not a lot, but enough. And they shot on the open net, made made the game 3-1. to one. Which at that point, 
still in reach, still reasonable, plenty of time left in the third period. Could you audibly hear the entire city of Dallas's buttholes go when Bishop hit the ice? Because I know mine did a little. I was deathly afraid because Lord knows that if it weren't for Bishop, honest to God, we would not have made it to the second round. Is he 100% healthy all the time? No. Is he 100% reliable all the time? No. But when he is at least 80% healthy, 75% healthy, is he not a dominant wall between the pipes? Si. Es muy dominante. Then some guy on Facebook yesterday, because I love those people who act internet tough. Quite a few internet tough dipshits out there this weekend. One guy was so internet tough, he blamed the entire loss on Ben Bishop. He was then banned from the specific group. Not by me. I don't I am the moderator of my group and my group only. Don't you sass. But this guy had the audacity to blame Game 6 on Ben Bishop. The Stars were absolutely, 100%, completely, utterly, and disgustingly outplayed in the first and third period. Second period, they, they, were, they were the dominant team. It just wasn't the Stars' day. Kudos to NBC for at least not making me stay up late and go to bed angry, because I never want to go to bed angry. And it was at least a 2 p.m. game. And, of course, I had to blow off some some steam, so I, I hit the gym after I made a little domestic stop at the grocery store. But it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing display of hockey. It was, honest to goodness, probably the worst that I've seen the Stars play in the playoffs. Probably one of their worst games since, I would say, February. Now, on the bright side, Game 7s are extremely exciting. Game 7s are what kids think that they're playing in when they grow up. I would also like to state that I've been sitting in traffic. I'm about, I would say... 70 yards away from the light and there is a pedestrian who walked by me and successfully made it to the street before I did. So, big ups to traffic. This uh, this segment brought to you by traffic. You ever want to go driving but don't want to get anywhere? Traffic. Try it. It's the best. So, game 7 is Tuesday at 7pm Central Standard Time for all my Central Standard Time dwelling listeners. All, pretty much everyone that listens to this is a Central Standard Time listener. And like I said, this is what kids grow up, whether it be basketball, Game 7, football, you're in the Super Bowl, 10 seconds left on the clock. This is big. This is all the bobbles. Obviously, I'm going to be 
at the end of my seat, impatiently waiting for the inevitable beatdown of what can only be known as the worst fan base in all of sports. You booed your own team. Anyway, moving on. Texas Rangers won yesterday. That's your baseball segment. And I'm sorry, guys, girls, children of all ages. The Texas Rangers are in a rebuilding year. Joey Gallo's having a magnificent start to the season. I hope he keeps that up. Elvis Andrews is basically the captain of your team now. Never thought I'd say that. Rudnett Odor has been injured for most of the season. He came back, hit a little Jimmy Jack yesterday. Mike Miner is having an ace-like season, so he's going to be traded. We're in, we're in the driver's seat as Rangers fans right now. And the reason I say that is because we have a lot of young pieces. We have a lot of young pieces that are still developing, and some of these young pieces can take us to the promised land eventually. That's what I hope. A little clearing of the nostrils, if I may. So we'll see how the Rangers season plays out. I don't really predict them getting more than 75 wins. That's a bold uh, number two. Biggest surprise so far is the Tampa Bay Rays and the Boston Red Sox over there in the AL East. The Boston Red Sox are struggling. They are the defending world champions. I have it on full authority that they will turn it around because you don't have a team like that and a manager like that and pitching like that and play that poorly for that long of time. So just give it time. Things will fall into place. If they don't, wow. Wow. Tampa Bay is basically what I think the Rangers will be in the next probably five years. They're young. A lot of those young arms are finally starting to come around. A lot of the pieces are starting to fit together. The shame of it all is that they play in, I think it's Tropicana Stadium, Tropicana Ballpark. Regardless, it is the most disgusting ballpark in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, It's hideous, and their fan base is more or less non-existent. But, hey, it could be worse. You could be the St. Louis Blues fans, you idiots. But, no, you've got about 15 people at most games. But the Texas Rangers, I think they have a really high upside. I think they've got the manager for it. He looks young, hungry. He looks like he's having fun. I think he knew coming into this that they weren't going to be necessarily World Series contenders. I mean, are they going to surprise some people? Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to surprise quite a few people. I think they're going to have a good little streak here and there. But I, I they're, they're not World Series bound by any means. This is the last year in the ballpark. Pretty emotional time for everybody because everyone around my age—that's that's our ballpark. That's the uh, that's the ballpark we grew up with. There's a lot of people who grew up with the uh, the ballpark there, the Arlington Ballpark. I think I, I can't remember exactly what it was called. The ballpark before the ballpark in Arlington, not Globe Life Park. That's stupid. The ballpark in Arlington always has, always will be, until Dallas's XFL team takes over. Yes, you heard me right. If you have not listened to this podcast before, the XFL football team will be taking over the ballpark in Arlington. 
it will become the home of the Dallas Highlanders. That's what I want the team to be called, because there can only be one Highlander. Which brings me to my next little segment. And there's a lot of negativity today. It's kind of hard to be positive after that hockey game yesterday. My next segment is why in the world... Well, I get it. I know why. Why in the world do the Texas Rangers and the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, one more time for those who are listening to two times before, the Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington. Texas Rangers, I get that. You're the Texas Rangers. You can play anywhere in Texas. You can play in Houston for all I care. We own this state. Not that garbage city down in Houston. This next segment brought to you by Houston. Hey, do you want to go to a city where it's humid, nasty, and sticky all the time, and all you want to do is leave? Houston. Garbage. So I'm okay with the Texas Rangers playing in Arlington. That's that's okay. But the Dallas Cowboys are named the Dallas Cowboys, and I get the answer. I know the answer. Money, baby. It's all about the dinero, the scratch, the cats, the jams, the greelies. It doesn't change the fact that it's stupid. It's stupid that the Dallas Cowboys play in Arlington. So to me, they are the Arlington Cowboys. I'm sure a lot of you remember the controversy. It was a small one. The last time the Rangers won the AL West. They displayed downtown Dallas on the shirts. And apparently, that upset the people of Arlington. They got so mad. What do you want to put? Then they put, <laughs> I love the mock-up t-shirts of putting six blacks. Whoop-dee-doo. What does it all mean, guys? Stupid. Arlington is not a destination. No, Arlington. I'll never understand besides the fact that it's all about the money. But whatever. It is what it is. I think the Dallas Cowboys should play in the city of Dallas. I think that ballpark would look way better with a skyline in the background, not the Texas Giant or the Titan. But no, you got to make the people in Arlington happy. Stupid. Told you, a lot of negativity. I'm feeling a little crabby patty today. Which brings me to my next segment. Another segment. And that segment is, I don't know what the next segment is. I don't have anything to review for you. Unfortunately, I didn't really watch a lot of TV. I did watch some hockey. I will, okay, let me... Let me make it a positive ending to this beautiful little podcast here for you. I'm sure some of you, if not all of you that listen to this, follow my Instagrams. And you saw my little Instagram story with my Instagrams. My family, mi familia, Ohana, uh, I'm into a hockey family. 
one of the uh, most exciting, actually the most exciting game of the weekend is brought to you by the Boston Bruins and the Columbus Blue Jackets. If you did not watch the game, quick recap, it was a, it was a back and forth in the third period. There was a very controversial no call that was reversed to a good goal, which then began a little bit of a mini onslaught for uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. And it was pure entertainment. And if you saw my little hand state by am story, you noticed that a lot of my family was gathered around the television enjoying the hockey game. And it was just it was really it was a fun moment for me to see that. I know that I'm still learning about the sport. I know that I mean I grew up with the sport, but not like some people, nice blinker asshole. This segment brought to you by Blinkers. Hey, use it, dickhead. Must be uh, oh, it is Arkansas Razorback driver. But it was a really nice moment. Family gathered around, and people were into it. It was fun. People were getting into it. So, if you have a passion, if you have something that you enjoy, and you get your family involved with it, you know that feeling. It is. A, it's a really. It's a, it's truly a special feeling to see all of your friends and families, families, family, get involved with something that you enjoy, whether it be hockey or sports in general, or Dungeons and Dragons. For all my nerds out there. So I'll leave you guys with that. A really positive moment. A really fun time. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. It was uh, it was a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. So I hope you all have a fantastic day. And I don't know. Maybe we'll do this again on Wednesday. Let's put it like this. If the Stars win, we'll probably do this again on Wednesday. If they lose, hard maybe. All right. Have a fantastic week. Love your faces. Be good.